Welcome to Central Moments again today. We're still walking through Joshua. We will for a few more weeks. And today we're in the midst of uh, the most famous battle probably in history. That's the battle against Jericho where God supernaturally just collapses the walls of Jericho so that Israel has a victory against all odds. Now, what happens in the midst of this is a picture of God's mercy and our salvation. The breaking down of the walls of Jericho are a picture of what God will ultimately do. He's going to judge our world, going to judge those whose hearts are opposed to him. And, um, you know, we'd prefer a gospel without judgment. We'd prefer a gospel with no mention of sin, no mention of repentance, no mention of being accountable to God and fearing God. Instead, we often prefer these days a gospel that um, is very shallow and one-dimensional because it's totally predicated on us feeling good, that we can have a good life. That's why God exists, so we can have a good life. And so we edit so much out of the gospel. So we, we can't afford to, to ever minimize the fact that God's going to bring justice to our world, and we're accountable to him, and we need to fear him, even though he loves us relentlessly. But here's the great news of the gospel. Mercy came first. So the walls of Jericho are falling down. Remember how the two, two spies had gone into Jericho earlier, and Rahab the prostitute had hidden them and protected them from, uh, from the king in Jericho and his officials so that they could escape. And they said to, to Rahab, if you will let a scarlet cord out of your window and make sure your whole family's in the house with you when Israel attacks, then you're going to be saved. And sure enough, the walls are coming down, and in the midst of the battle, verse 22 of Joshua 6, Joshua said to the two men who had spied out the land, Go into the prostitute's house and bring her out, and all who belong to her, in accordance with your oath to her. So the young man who had done the spying went in and brought out Rahab. So those two spies, they knew, of course, exactly where she lived, and they went and found her. And sure enough, her father and mother, her brothers and sisters, and all who belonged to her were, were there, like instructions had been given her, in the same house. And they brought out her entire family and put them in a place outside the camp of Israel. They were protected. As the judgment of God came on that city, the mercy of God was first of all arranged for someone whose heart had opened to him. And a prostitute at that, not somebody you'd think deserving of it. But God's mercy reaches to every one of us. Then verse 24, they burned the whole city and everything in it, but they put the silver and gold and the articles of bronze and iron into the treasury of the Lord's house. But Joshua spared Rahab the prophet with her family and all that belonged to her because she hid the men Joshua had sent as spies to Jericho. And she lives among the Israelites today. Well, she sure, she, she sure was. In fact, in Matthew 1, where the genealogy of of Jesus is given, Rahab, the prostitute, is actually mentioned in the genealogy of the Son of God. It's an amazing thing. Joshua spared Rahab, the prostitute. And that scarlet cord that she hung outside her window is a picture of the red blood of Christ that dripped from the cross. Because God's mercy came before God will, Jesus will come a second time to judge the world. First of all, God's mercy. And it's hard to understand the cross if you, if you don't think God's a God of judgment, that God will 
will judge sin and break its power and God will bring justice to our world. It, it, you know, why would you need a cross if you don't believe in God's judgment? But, but, but here is the ultimate affirmation of both the judgment of God embedded in his love. He makes a way of mercy, first of all. Rahab the prostitute finds a place among the people of God. I pray that happens for you if your heart is not right with God today, if you're holding out on him in any way. Let me pray with you. Father, thank you for the mercy of God. Forgive us for filtering out what we prefer not to believe about you. Help us to face who you really are, the creator and the judge, uh, who will finally do away with evil and bring justice to our world. Our hearts long for justice. And Lord, thank you that we are accountable to you and we live in the fear of God. But we praise you that we live in the fear of God knowing there is a refuge, knowing there is a place among the people of God, even though most people don't accept you. My God, just like most people in Jericho rejected you, my God, thank you for Rahab and her family that accepted you and came under your mercy. And we pray you will help us to come under your mercy because of what Jesus did on our behalf at the cross. In your name, amen. Amen.